Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Gurmil Magadfushin, uh, Orla, returning to that intriguing story now about plans for a, a significant expansion of the school transport system because the Cabinet heard today from Education Minister Norma Foley that it's proposed that the rule where students must choose the school nearest their home to get state-funded transport would be scrapped if the report is funded and implemented an additional 100,000 students could be carried to school by 2030 on uh, state buses. But is there capacity to make this happen? Is there, uh, are there the drivers there? Are there the buses there? To discuss this, I'm joined by Jennifer Whitmore, uh, Social Democrats TD, and by Tim Lombard, who's a Fine Gael senator. You're both very welcome to the programme. Um, is this proposed expansion, Jennifer Whitmore, something you welcome? It is. Look, I think ultimately what we want is a situation where all children, you know, can access a a bus system to get them to school. We want to take parents' cars off the road. We want to, you know, enable parents to to get to work. And we also want to reduce our emissions. So I think ultimately what we want is to see an expansion of the scheme. However, um, there are fundamental problems with the scheme as it currently is. Um, And I don't think that the review and the um, expansion of it um, that the Minister has conducted, I, I don't think that that's going to address those fundamental what problems. What are the fundamental problems then as you see them? So uh, currently at the moment, the, the biggest problem when it comes to the school transport scheme is the number of bus drivers and the provision of buses. And what we see every August in many counties across the country is that children who have paid for their bus, who are entitled to get the bus scheme and have paid for it, that there is not enough bus buses available to actually get them to school. And so if you look at Wicklow, for example, because that's, that's my constituency, last August, the day before hundreds of children were due to start school. Um, they their parents received an email to tell them that the bus that they had thought was going to be there for them, that that bus would not be showing up. And it caused absolute chaos um, between, you know, with the children and indeed with their parents. And it went on for quite a, a, a time. So I had parents who had to give up work because of it. You know, they were needed to drive their children to school. Parents who used their all their annual leave driving their children to school. Parents who moved their children to a neighbouring town in with family so they could access school. And indeed, for some parents, it's still not resolved. So there's three uh, services still in Wicklow that have not been up and running, even though their, their parents paid for them okay, this time Okay, so let me bring year. in Senator Tim Lombard. You, you can't, is the, this is the charge against you then, you can't fulfil your obligation under the system that's there at the moment and you propose to expand the scheme. Look, this is probably the most significant change in the scheme that was launched in 1967. Like in the last 70, in the last 57 years, we've had this scheme in place. It's now going to cater for an extra 100,000 kids. And it's a really, really positive step forward. But there are problems. And the problems that Jennifer mentioned, I think, can be dealt with by Bus Aaron in particular. Bus Aaron are running a very ageist scheme at the moment. They are having a situation that if you're over 70, you're barred from driving a school bus. But that same 7-year-old can drive a private bus mm-hmm. for a school in and out for swimming or gymnastics or whatever they want to do. So we need to make sure that we're not going to have two policies in place about who can drive a bus. So I believe the age issue needs to be looked at here regarding bus airing. Bus airing themselves bring this forward. Nobody else. Private bus operators doing private runs have 70-year-olds drive it. And it's, I think, fundamental that we need to make sure that bus airing come on board and change their policy. Okay, but 90% of the service uh, is run by private operators, Fergie Barton told us. 
Yes, indeed. And that DIN has the bus airing um, policy of 70 rolls brought on board. So our private bus operators, which run all our services in Cork, have the scenario that they cannot hire a 70 roll to drive a bus. That is bizarre. That is wrong. And that's where the change needs to happen. And would that fix the driver problem, in your opinion? I think it'll go an awful long way to it. How, I think there's how do you know that? How many drivers, extra drivers, would you need? I think the frustration out there talking to people today alone about this, about being barred from driving a bus when you're just going to turn over 70 years of age mm-hmm. for a school bus run is so out I, there. I understand that point in the frustration, and I know it would bring in extra yeah. drivers, but my question is, would it fix the deficit? I think it'll go an awful long way for, to, to it. I actually generally do because mm. I'm talking to the people on the ground. This is a really nice job. Three days, three hours in the morning, three mm. hours in the evening, good holidays in between. It suits a part-time okay. person just to actually to, just do to clarify, it. clarify, that's just a feeling you have. It's not based on any research, is it? Well, no, it's based on what I'm feeling going through the office. And like we've huge issues with school transportation. Our issue here with school transportation was the actual distance from the school which now has been addressed and the huge issue about the second school principal. Like we had bizarre scenarios like places like Inneskeen where three schools were intersecting and depending on the townland you went to the yeah. children were going to school off the base of that townland. Now parents have a choice they can sit into the school that they okay. want them to go to. Okay, let me go back to Jennifer Whitmore. Uh, Tim has a feeling that this uh, age rule could fix the problem. Look, I, I think what what my feeling on this is and my frustration is, and, and I think Tim has illustrated it perfectly, is the Minister for Education is taking a hands-off approach with this. And so, you know, Tim is saying this is both Aaron's responsibility to, to fix. It, it's not. It's the Minister for Education. She should be actually uh, resolving this issue. I do think that we need to look at the age of uh, the bus drivers. I think there needs to be a huge recruitment drive when it comes to bus drivers. Um, and, you know, this is something I have repeatedly over the, the, the last year have repeatedly said to the ministers, like, OK, September last year went really, really badly. What are you going to do to make sure September in 2024 is not going to fail parents to the same extent. And all she keeps on saying is, well, look, at this is it's contractors do all that. That is not good enough. You know, it is it is the um, the parents pay for a service and they do not get the service when it comes to this. So yeah, I think what I want to see is the minister the really here. come to grips with yeah, it. No, we're, we're trying to figure out the solution here. So there, there's a, there are two main problems. There is a scarcity of drivers and Tim has pointed to one solution and there's a, a difficulty in getting the requisite amount of buses. So let me deal with the drivers, first of all, and the, the age, the 70 age gap or cap that uh, Tim has alluded to. If that were to be removed, would that fix the problem, in your opinion? Um, I, I think it will help in some areas. I don't think it will solve the problem. I think what we need to see is a large scale recruitment drive from the department. Um, I think this is a job that would suit many people, you know, that, um, you know, that they could still, you know, have, have maybe a part time job and do this as well. So I think it would suit a lot of people. But I don't think a lot of people are aware of it. So I think we need a large scale recruitment drive. I think what we need to see as well, it's quite expensive for people to become trained in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, perhaps subsidising the training for bus drivers uh, would assist. I think there's, you know, a few different measures that we need to be looking at, but the Uh, Minister for Education is not looking at these. um, And my fear is that this will not be solved in time for September. Do you have any figure as to how much this would cost in terms of funding extra buses and drivers, Jennifer? Um, I I actually don't, not to hand. But what I would say to you is that this is essentially the, 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 the... the parents who have been failed and the students who have been failed have already paid for their ticket. So, you know, this it, it's already, uh, that money has already been Factored accounted in. for. Okay, let, exactly. me go, let me go back so, to Tim on that. W- would parents have to pay a higher cost for this expansion, Tim? 
I actually don't think they do. I think there's been a reduction in the actual fee over the last few years. It was considerably higher. It was reduced during COVID. Now it's gone fractioning up. I think it's like 50 euros for the, for the last year. I actually don't think the fee is the issue here. I think it's about making sure that when it comes to September, you can get a school bus for your kid. And I think that's what the big issue that parents have at the moment. The issue about the distance in the school and about going to the nearest school has been huge issues for us. Yeah. Capacity now needs to be built. We need to have bus air and work on the age gap regarding the 71 well, driver. You see, maybe there are good reasons for that age gap, I, for example. I fundamentally well, 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 let me put it to you. It, this seems not to be have, uh, to have been thought through uh, exactly. There's a delay in, in terms of one year before this is brought in because the drivers aren't there, the buses aren't there. Maybe there are hidden reasons and costs why this can't happen uh, even after a year. For example... Would there be an insurance hit, for example, if you were to hire um, 70 plus drivers? And to think that you have a scenario that a school then could privately hire a 75 year old to take them to s- swimming and that would be okay. Like that's the anomaly in the system. Not, the it's, anom- it's, it's not whether it, it's okay or not, it's the insurance it, cost of it. I, I fundamentally d- disagree. And this is a real emotive issue for mm. so many people out there. I fundamentally believe that Bus Aaron have the finger off the pulse regarding this but issue. You don't and know, need to uh, uh, based on what? based on the reaction I'm getting and the reaction from people. People are living longer. They want to be a part of yeah. society. Have you talked to Bus Aaron about it? I have spoken to Bus Aaron at Lint about, about this issue. About this age cap? Absolutely. And they've Lint. explained to you the reasons why? They then? have come back and with an issue regarding insurance. But the same insurance that a private bus operator that has the same bus runs for the bus air, for, for the bus going to swimming or rugby match. Yeah, maybe they're paying doesn't more make for it. Sense. Doesn't seem to be a problem for them. It really doesn't. We need to change our society to make sure yeah. everyone's inclusive I don't think the semi-state is doing that I think they need to be more open about what they're doing are, can, are, Is the government giving a guarantee that this will happen even after a year? What the, regarding what now exactly? The sc- well, my understanding from the report that was published today through Cabinet is that they're, they're supposed to be rolled out from 26 o- onwards with a pilot scheme. And I think the pilot scheme is very important, Cormac. I mm. think that pilot scheme is going to make sure that the blueprint to how this runs is going to be laid out. Yeah. And I think, you know, places like West Cork is a great place to start and you've got to have a pilot scheme. Come here to me, though. Okay, you'll, be, you'll be gone. Before I bring in, there's going to be a new doll then, Tim. Russia, hopefully, but like time will tell. I think policy's made. I think this is a really good policy. It's the biggest change since 1967 for mm. school transportation. Is it pie in the sky, though? I don't think so. This is really practical. This is what we're trying to make sure that people on the ground who are working families have the ability to get their kids to school. This is really basic stuff for us. Like without this, like society's under pressure. Jennifer, rural Ireland. I just bet to say, if I was being really cynical, Cormac, I would think that you know the government are getting a really, really big publicity hit out of something that they're promising for the next government. Um, and you know what, what we actually need to see is that the minister putting in something tangible and some improvements that will actually impact um, and make the system work for children in September 2024. Mm. Is that what it is? Uh, start of the election campaign, Tim? I don't think so. I think we've been three years in the waiting for this report. It's now been published. We know of the recommendations. Now we need to make sure that the pilot happens and it's rolled out in 2026 onwards. Yeah, but you won't be there to make sure it happens. That's the point. There's going to be an election before it happens. Uh, but that doesn't mean that all policy stops for the eight or nine months because we're going to have a general election. We still have to keep on coming forward with good proposals, good ideas to make sure society's better off. The, the, there is another rule that I want to ask you about really briefly uh, before we finish and that is that if you live um, within one kilometre or just outside one kilometre that you'd be able to avail of the school transport system. 
What do you make of that, Jennifer? When we're trying to encourage people to use uh, bicycles and footpaths, for example, to get to school, is that does that make sense to you? Yeah, so like, I haven't seen the report. My understanding is that's for primary children. Um, and I think in many parts of the country, I, I certainly would not feel safe letting my child walk even a kilometre on some of the footpaths that we have. Um, so look, and I think, you know, those buses are going to be going by those children so many way. I, I'd have no problem with that. I mean, mm. what we need to do is also in tandem with that, make sure that we have, um, you know, ability for children to, to, to walk to school if they want but you know and that the footpaths and all the infrastructure is there for them to do it safely but as it stands at the moment I think for the majority of children it would not be safe particularly primary well, school children it would not be safe well, to Well really briefly on, on this Tim why not put in the safe inter- infrastructure then for cycling and, and footpaths? And there's a huge rollout from that infrastructure happening at the moment under Minister Ryan. I think safe school projects have been put in place in the majority of schools in my part of the world to make sure people have the opportunity to both cycle and walk to school. And we're literally, we're about literally a thousand uh, metres. So like it's not a really significant issue in that regard. And I think we need to promote walking as well to make sure people actually put the bag on the back and actually walk to school if we possibly could. OK, and some uh, taxers are agreeing with you. There's not much bike infrastructure in the countryside. You can't send an eight-year-old cycling for any distance, not to mention one kilometre during morning traffic on a main road. Yes to school transport for anything over one kilometre says that listener. There's another conversation in there I think. But for the moment, Jennifer Whitmore of the Social Democrats, Tim Lombard of uh, Fine Gael. Thank you both very much indeed.